have this as Wikipedia. Grain of salt, folks. Grain of salt. Yo, and welcome to High Jinx, the place where we put the fool in tomfoolery. I am Joe, one of four people involved in today's particular show. Joined today by Curtis, Ezra, and basketball Eric. In today's pod, the Lakers push the Warriors to the edge. Could this be the end of their epic yet uneven dynasty? The Sixers on the brink of reaching the conference finals for the first time since 2001, the year of Allen Iverson's MVP run. The Suns fight back, but are way too reliant on incandescent shooting from Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And if the Miami Heat clobber the Knicks in a forest and no one is watching, did this really happen? Fellas, welcome to the show. I think we got to start Warriors-Lakers. 3-1 Warriors right now. The game is tonight. So we'll see. We'll do predictions later. On the pod here with two admitted Warriors fans and Ezra and Eric. So I'll give one of you the first go around here, fellas. Well, I'll I'm, I'll pull this out because I this one took a little bit of research to come up with. But so the free throw attempts and personal foul disparity between Lakers wins and Golden State win is unbelievably separated. Now, granted, small data set, right? But we're still talking about four games worth of data. In games that the Lakers have won, they've taken 87 free throws. The Warriors have taken 34. In the one game Golden State won, it was almost 50-50. Golden State took 17, the Lakers took 16. So, somebody explain. (laughs) Somebody explain what's going on here. Eric, do you want to pile on with the free throws here? (laughs) You know... Of course, I've got, yeah, I've got this. I have a response. You know, Ezra and I were going to go straight to this, right? Because (laughs) there's just something a little bit off here, right? That the free throw disparity is greater than the total number of free throws that the Warriors have taken uh, across all of these games, right? Uh, And uh, people have been trying to explain it away with, well, the Warriors are a jump shooting team. They don't attack the paint. The Lakers are all about putting it into AD and LeBron and having them drive to the hoop. But if you look at the points in the paint numbers across the four games in these series, they're relatively even, right? The Warriors have been making a point to try to take the ball a little bit more into the paint and still aren't really getting rewarded, quote unquote, Uh, with the type of free throw treatment. So you begin to think, okay, the conspiracy theorist inside me starts to go a little bit on overdrive here and say there's something about the NBA and LeBron James or the Lakers as a franchise uh, and what those two things mean to the NBA as a whole uh, that is promoting a skew here uh, in terms of how games are officiated. I keep watching these games and I'm sitting here, you know, I, you know, they're usually late at night because these are West Coast evening games. And so my wife is already asleep, but I can imagine that she's hearing me groaning or or screaming on occasion about <laughs> what I, are, I consider obvious fouls that are not being called when it's Warriors shooting and then these ticky-tack fouls that are being called on the other end. I'm obviously a Warriors okay. homer, so okay. perhaps that's just in my mind, but something seems uh, off. I'm glad you started with free throws because nobody complains about the refs and free throws like the freaking Warriors. I <laughs> like this team. I like the guys in this team. They're a fun, you know, kind of, you know, it's a dynasty over like 10 years or so. I mean, you know, it's not quite the definition of a dynasty, but epic four-time title one team. I like them, yet they complain 
stupidly, bizarrely, unnecessarily. It's I guys, I gotta break to you. They complain when there actually was a foul. You'll never believe it. Go ahead. I got, point I got, I got examples I want to give out, Curtis. <laughs> just just real quick. The the team that was built on the three-point shot being its number one, number two, number three option for offense complains because they don't get to the line enough. That that is an undeniable fact. And then complaints like Draymond, Draymond in game three <laughs> slides for Anthony Davis, clearly still moving. It's his third foul. And then he's like pointing to the top of the screen, like, look at the replay. The replay clearly shows that it was a blocking foul. And then he gets a technical while he's on the bench complaining about this obvious blocking foul. Clay Thompson, I've never seen someone look so like, uh, Oh, despondent, admonish. He was like, I can't believe this. This is unbelievable. He has his arms up. He brings him down. He slaps the guy in the forearm and he gives this look like, what? How could you possibly think that was a foul? I slapped the guy's forearm. Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> Whoa, that's a hard one. Dante DiVincenzo. You know though. <laughs> so no second takes on this pod. So DiVincenzo, he's in the paint for five seconds. I'm counting five seconds. They finally call three seconds. He's like, huh? How, how could you possibly, how could you possibly call that a foul? That's the Warriors. And so I'm sorry, but that is like my dominant reaction. I want to like this team, but they've got to cut it out. It costs them, it's costing them games, essentially. All right, Draymond Green, this is what it reminds me of. Because I keep seeing these memes where it's like showing Joel Embiid doing something dirty. And they're like, Draymond Green would be thrown under the prison if he did this, right? Draymond Green fans are the equivalent of pit bull owners to where they're just like, <laughs> my pit bull would never rip never a kid's do. face off. <laughs> they just, they're just defending their guy. And they're just like, no, Draymond Green is Draymond Green. We all know what he does. We all know how he plays. We all know how he acts. Like, love the guy. I mean, Hall of Famer, fantastic player, all that stuff. Uh, but come on. Like, it, he's indefensible half the time. He, Punch, I mean, he, he cost them a title. You could, you could very easily argue yeah. this one guy's it's, hot uh, head cost LeBron them Jedi a mind title. Yes. LeBron, like Jedi mind trick, he's like, I'm going to walk over you and you're going to kick me in the nuts. Oh, you yep. did it. Oh, you did it. You did exactly yeah. what it, we all knew you would do. You predictable. Ugh. I mean, come on. It, it's not the foul, though. I mean, come on. It's yeah, a little bit the foul. That's, right? I mean, I that's mean, a lot of that's a lot of a point swing. That's a lot there, of a there's a, yeah. There's it, a combination it, of things happening, right? I think. You're probably there's a grain of truth in everything that's been said thus far, right? The Warriors complain a lot. I constantly find myself complaining, but I will say that part of the complaint is just that it seems like we're not getting sort of the kind of home cooking treatment that teams that play on their own courts often will get. Uh, and and when you have when I watch great players like LeBron James, right, one of the greatest players of all time just flopping left and right and getting calls because he snaps his head back because he's anticipating somebody hitting him and you look at the replay and not a single person has touched him. He's you forcing know, the issue. And Wait, Austin Reeves has done this, this too. Or his entire and, career. Uh, Dennis Schroeder <laughs> has done this too, right? So the Lakers are really picking up on the art of selling contact even when there's no contact at all. And that happens uh, when I, you drive to the hoop. And so the question, yeah, but I mean, the Lakers well, are doing... also there's also a sizable disparity in their regular season averages. For uh, the Lakers, the Lakers averaged about 22 free throws a game during the regular season. They fouled like, at least of any team in the league. Yeah, 
So they, you know, but I mean, they, LeBron they average, doesn't they average about get in foul trouble. AD doesn't really get in foul trouble. Like Schroeder, you know, they don't, I don't they kind of are guys that don't foul a lot. Or they they don't get, get called call. for fouls a lot. I mean, <laughs> again. Okay, question. Besides this foul thing, what else is the problem? What are you, what are you yeah, seeing in these on. games? The, the, the secondary problem is Steph doesn't have support, right? There, there are three guys that should be scoring for him. Draymond Green is not one of those guys, right? There are three guys that should be scoring to provide him support. Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole. And those three guys have seen a decreased combined point total as we've moved game by game through this series. Game one, those three combined for 61 points. Game two, 47. Game three, 36. And game four, the pathetic offensive performance, particularly in the late third and through fourth quarter for the Warriors, those three guys combined for 26 total points. That's just not going to do it. You know, no. you have, you know, Steph the world. to score 40, 50 points a game. But if those three other guys are going to score 25 points, then, you know, what's the point? Yeah, they, Steph they need, the world in game four. Yeah, they need at least 50, 55 between those three guys, I think, to have a realistic shot. Um, they need the three to start falling. I think some of it is they they need to go back to being, you know, if you're going to live by the three, die by the three, you know, just get out there and. I think they might set a record tonight for the number of three-point attempts. I mean, I would argue that the Warriors, this is this year's Warriors. They have not been amazing this whole season. No. And so if we're comparing, like last year, they had a spark. They had some magic to it. I don't know what it was. They just haven't been that team that year, whether it's, I mean, did Draymond just derail the entire season when he punched Pool? Pool has regressed big time. 128 million on the contract. It, it's looking like one of the worst contracts in the league right now. Oh, man, it's out horrible. of nowhere. Part of it is also that the Warriors can't seem to hold a lead, right? They have these flashes of really great play and then these incredible defensive lapses. The Warriors have had a double digit lead in all four of these games. All four. They have led by 10 or more points in every single one. And yet, you know, pissed away a 12 point lead in the third quarter, late third quarter, early fourth quarter of this last game. Even, you know, the game that they just got run out in L.A., they had a 10 point lead in that game early on. Uh, and it's just, you know, things took a turn. Uh, and so part of it is also what can we do to get a little bit more consistency going on, particularly on the defensive end? They just keep letting teams back in. Uh, and that's a recipe for losing series every time. I would argue they're not a good road team this year. I mean, they were 11-30 in the regular season. They're 2-4 and four in the playoffs. They can't win the road. They lost game one. The Warriors, you heard it here last week. <laughs> the Warriors were rested. Team Fresh Legs came through for the Warriors in game one. <laughs> the I'm sorry, the Lakers in game one. The Warriors yeah. did win game two, like as expected. Clay played well. Everyone did well. They go on the road. They get crushed. Yeah, they're not yeah, they a good road not, team. Eleven and thirty. Eleven and thirty. When was the last time a team won a championship with a road record that terrible? They're not going to. <laughs> I mean, and, and combined with the Lakers, who've been very good at home in the playoffs, right? The the Lakers haven't yeah. lost at crypto whatever arena. I keep <laughs> wanting to say Staples Center because I lived there for several years. But yeah, crypto arena. Uh, they haven't lost there, and so it's just like. I don't think we can, you know, we got to win three in a row now. I don't think that's going to happen. So, stranger things have happened. I want, 
So looking at Clay, right? I think Clay is a, a good bellwether for the Warriors. You know, when Clay plays well, they're you know they yeah. have a very high chance of winning. Game log from this year, this series against the playoffs, shooting forty four percent overall, which was I w- I would argue forty one percent overall, forty four percent from three, which right. I, I was like, okay, that's actually better than I thought. But here it is: thirty six percent in game one, sixty one percent in game two, thirty six percent, twenty seven percent. I mean, so that 61% game, I I got news. They won, right? But those other three, they lost, you you know? Uh, So Clay can't really be shooting 35%, 27%. That's not going to cut it. And especially if you're not getting a hot pool game or something. Draymond, I've actually been very impressed with. Uh, You know, I think he's kind of keeping them in there. And Curry's just Superman right now, but he's it's him against the world. Those shots in game four were tired shots. You don't want to take like a 30-foot three uh, you know, when you're, you know, when you don't even need a three to win, they could have, uh, you know, he, he just looks gassed right now. Well, and he's always gassed, right? You know, the, the, the sad thing is obviously a huge Steph Curry fan currently wearing a Steph Curry player jersey shirt as <laughs> we are recording the audio the anticipation of tonight's game. But unfortunately, Mr. Clutch is not really a nickname that could be ascribed to him, right? In the playoffs, in the last 45 seconds of regulation or overtime, do you know what his shooting percentage is on shots to tie or take the lead? It's zero. Zero, zero for 12 on Ooh. playoff shots That's rough. in the clutch. That's a, rough, that's a rough one. Over. The average, I think, on those is like three for 11, I was reading, like just like an average player. Yeah. So those are not high percent shots, so let's not be too hard. I mean, again, right. I'm being a little tough on the Warriors because I just think they lost their poise, and they, they have their own reasons to look in. Like, why are we not a good road team? <laughs> why can't we get it going on the road ever? 11 and 30? You're not championship team and 11 30 on the road. But in the meantime, I said that, they're a lot of fun, and Steph has just been incredible, and it, I, he's just not getting a lot of help right now. I mean, so... Th- Series is still going. I mean, so game five, I guess we're getting to predictions later, but let's let's just do this one right now. Game five, <laughs> we're gonna see it tonight. I think we're gonna see it tonight. I think I think we're gonna see it tonight. Man, I think awesome. we're gonna get well, I think we're gonna get one of those crazy bench guys or you know, one of the maybe not even it could be like that Wiggins game from last year's playoffs where he just went off and kind of saved that series for them. Um, you know, I think we could, I, I think we're going to see a game like that. I don't think it's going to be a Steph or a clay thing. It's going to be one of the other guys that, that shows up tonight and, and helps spread that floor out a little bit more, you know, and get them and get them in the flow and keep them in the flow. So, mm-hmm. so somebody's going to need to score 20 and make five threes. One of those other guys, whether Curtis, it's do you, do you think Wiggins, so? yeah, whether it's at home, DiVincenzo, Moses Moody, um, maybe Jordan Poole finally figures things out, although he might have played himself out of the rotation. I don't know. He played 10 minutes in the last game. Um, something's going on there. But you know, maybe Gary Payton Jr. I don't know. Somebody's going to have to step up and put in some big points. So prediction. <laughs> Ezra's a yes. Curtis is a? Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, I think the script has been laid out. The Lakers... Did this against Memphis. It's like right. the exact series that they had against <laughs> Memphis. One game one, lost game two, once game three and four. I think they get smoked in game five. Uh, the Warriors get it cooking. Everything's going. And Lakers come back. It's game seven. The The thing is, can the Warriors bring it three straight games? They haven't done that yet. You know, maybe this year. No. Uh, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a tough ask. And even, even if they do, 
Then you got to go into a finals against, you know, likely, you know, we'll talk about that finals yeah. matchup, but Denver, you're going to be, you're going to be coming off a two hard fought series. My, with a, my with prediction is Lakers team. in six, right? At this point, that's the yeah, Lakers and consensus. Six consensus. Yep. Uh, well, who Sadly, knows? I mean, this has not you. been a consensus playoffs <laughs> by any means. All right. So a guy who's not over 12 in the fourth quarter game shots. James Harden, what? James Harden, <laughs> Mr. Clutch, two game-winning shots in four games. This is total madness. James Harden, playoff failure. You know, maybe those, maybe those are a little overblown, perhaps, but not exactly known for his peak performances when it really needs it. Even dating back to the NCAA tournament wasn't great. He only played one year, but it wasn't even a great game. So he, he just has a, a you know a muddled history. But I mean, we got to. Everyone has to admit, game one. He won that game almost single handedly. Yeah, against the Celtics, and then I game mean, he put four, he put the team on his back and just ran it through. So he really and from the very beginning he's like, "I got you. Just, just <laughs> do do your thing, do what you can, and I will get us there." And then game four, it was him and Embiid, kind of both needing these uh, crazy good games uh, to do it. So, but he hits the shot. I mean, what is? I mean, just what? How did how did they possibly win game five uh, against the Celtics? crazy so the sixers are just really heating up right now so it's three two as of the time of this sixers going back game six curtis what are you expecting to see here that this is probably the best series going on right now first and foremost uh at least the most fun uh probably the two most talented teams left in the whole thing maybe you could argue that so denver fans might be you know hey denver fans might yeah. be but denver hasn't proven anything yet yeah um <laughs> yeah, it's 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 good basketball and uh it's the most entertaining series. I think you're yeah, right. It's yeah. the most entertaining series. I mean, the Warriors Lakers have the most star power sort of, you know, in that sense, but it's a tale of is this the Sixers ascending? And again, they, you know, they could lose the next two games, you know. Uh they haven't made the conference final since 2001. So this would be uncharted territory. Celtics easily come back, but if not, the question becomes is this the Sixers rise or Celtics demise? Because in some ways it just felt like, yeah, this the Sixers played really well. I mean, they pulled out game four with James Harshad, and they just played really well in game five. But the Celtics kind of like falling apart. Also, I mean, like in game five, the Sixers looked good, but the Celtics just looked bad. So uh, there's a lot of blame to go around here. Yeah, one of the biggest ones is uh, when you talk about the Celtics is their offensive rebound percentage. Um, if you look at you know, the, the NBA average, I think, is something in the neighborhood of about 16%. So what this means is about 16% of the time that somebody got a hand on the ball, they actually got that rebound instead of it being a defensive rebound. Boston, when they win, they they run at about a 20% clip. So they pound the offensive glass. In their losses against the Sixers, they've been at 12%. So they're 75% of league average when they're when they're winning. They're 125% of league average or 75% when they're losing, 125% when they're winning. So it's, it comes down to offensive glass. If they can pound offensive glass, they're going to keep themselves in the game. And, you know, that's how they, that's their formula for winning. Three games in the series, the Celtics up 2-1. They look unstoppable. Sixers fans are like, are we going to have to, you know, trade and beat is and be going to demand a trade next year after Harden right. walks and you know, I mean, it was like kind of like on the ropes as a Sixers yeah. fan, like the text message were like, we still have a chance, but you know, it just felt really dire after three games. Cause you win game one, you kind of get, you know, just smoked in, in games two and three, but then they come back, win game four, that incredible hardened shot. 
And then they just blow them out game five. Like what kind of world are we living in here? So this could easily shift and turn. Obviously the coaching for the Celtics is a talking point. The, the <laughs> not calling timeouts is just something that fans can be like, I would have called the timeout there. <laughs> you know, they have he, no idea well, what he play they would have run. Yeah, you know, they don't know what play they would have run. They don't know like anything else. But they're like, I would have called timeout there. And this coach didn't call timeout there. So this coach obviously doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, when there's 99% other things that go into coaching I mean, other than that. That just however, got buttonholzer fired, right? However, yeah, however, Milwaukee just kind of was like, yeah. you can't possibly do that. Where was your head? So I do think it was a mistake. But, you know, I mean. He's what, 34 years old, 35 years old? I mean, 34, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, there's well, a he flip was their side third to coach this. last year. He was their number three last year. So they had Udoka, they had Will Hardy, who's the Utah coach now. And then they had, yeah. Um, you, you know, so uh, <laughs> learning on the yeah, job. He, he, I, was, I guess? he was the Nate, he was the Nate from Ted Lasso last year, right? So, yeah. <laughs> 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 You know, there, there's kids. something about there's got to be a bounce back, right? There's this huge push to the, this youth movement in head coaching. And at some point in time, there's a little bit of that reverb, right? Where you say, OK, this isn't really working. For Is Hubie Brown guys. still available? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Go the other way. Go the other direction. I think hey, D'Antoni should be a head coach. I, he's like 72 by, uh, by now or so, but I still think he could do it. There are two dudes right now who have won NBA titles in the last five years that do not have a job currently. Yeah, they so. will have They will have a job within four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, th this, yeah. this is a really fun series because it doesn't happen that much, but the road team is up 3-2 going back home for right. the, road, you know, the road six game. So it's do or die for the Celtics. Mm -hmm. not the Sixers, but this is also definitely their best chance. Like if you lose game six, all of a sudden momentum totally shifts to Boston because now they have the home game. Interestingly enough, yeah. Celtics are favored by a point uh, right now. So, wow. Yeah. I was a little I, surprised by that. Do you, I think, do you that, think they're greasing up the light poles? Oh yeah. <laughs> they should be. I, you no, know, I no, think way too early. Play. Way too early. You, you gotta, you gotta go through Jimmy polls. Butler, you know. Uh, you know. Yeah, it's, it's got to be a conference finals at least for the light poles, right? You know. Yeah, this will just uh, be. A, you got to leave. Yeah, you got to at least win this series. So no, yeah, no short thing. Be a casual flipped, uh, flipped cop car or something outside. You know, just. I th I think the uh, yeah. lesson of the playoffs so far is just don't get comfortable. Like crazy things keep happening yeah. with these momentum shifts and things like that. Just. Like one or two trash cans on fire, but let's not get fully out of hand. Here. Just yeah. to stay warm. Uh, Miami Knicks. Anybody watching this one? Is, it, is this like I the, am? Yeah. The, the enthusiasm yeah. level is, is uh, low for pretty low. <laughs> yeah, the enthusiasm level on this one Miami is pretty. Knicks. Jim Jimmy Butler's been it's awesome. Like, you know, Jalen Brunson's been though. good. If you look at if you look at the stats, like the overall series stats for the game for the games, and even for the series as a whole and averages. The teams are surprisingly super close statistically. Yeah. But the only difference was the one game Jimmy Butler didn't play. That was it. That right was now, the Knicks are at home for game five. So, you know, I I would bet on the Knicks winning. Three or four five. games decided by single digits. They're going to be close. Yeah. Interestingly enough, the, the one game that wasn't, both teams shot horribly. It was painful to watch this game. Both teams shooting under 40% from the field, shooting about a combined 21% from three. It was just ugly. And that uh, just really feels like heat next, doesn't it? <laughs>
You know, that, that for me is the biggest hit, stat, though. You know, they've hit the, the over the three point the shooting over on almost every single game. It's it's not like a lot of fun basketball. I love Eric Spolstra. You know, it's uh, Jim Beller's cool. It's not like it's not like a lot of fun. You're tuning these games. It, it feels it feels weird. It feels like baseball. Yeah, there's last not year a lot of star something. power to it. You know, you're just kind of like, eh, okay. You don't really think the teams have that great of a chance of winning the title. I don't know. It's you kind of feel like they're going to be the underdogs big time in the next series, no matter who wins, and then both series perhaps. So it. Yeah. That's a weird series. We'll, we'll just see what happens. I, I would like to see a lot of series. I, I would say Miami, go Knicks. Miami, I still have that Miami Eastern Conference Championship bet out there, okay. though. That actually, at the time, I made it look ludicrous, and the you know still in play. I'll take it. I, I would like. I was the Bucks, so that's. Uh, did you guys yeah. want to tell Curtis, or should I? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got my newspaper. <laughs> Quick break to hear a word from today's sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Donnie's Delusions On Demand. Everybody has bright ideas, but too often those ideas get squashed by the haters and the naysayers. People coming at you with their realism. More like hateism. That's where Donnie's Delusions On Demand comes in. Donnie's Delusions On Demand offers you immediate positive feedback on all of your ideas, no matter how terrible they are. Got a new invention you're cooking up? Donnie loves it. He'd use it every day. Thinking about asking Serena Williams if she'd like to go to dinner? Donnie is on the spot with a restaurant recommendation. Thinking of quitting your job to become an architect? Donnie thinks you are on the path to building something spectacular. Follow your dreams. Get rid of all the naysayers in your life. Make room for someone who does not consider the consequences of your actions. Donnie's Delusions On Demand, the finest in unthinking support, sincerity check them out today donnie's delusions on demand aggressively ignoring logic and promoting hope since 1992 <laughs> aggressively promoting hope is uh <laughs> that's a fun one. uh okay you, eric you had some stats you want to go oh i was just gonna say the the one thing i you know i i looked at this miami new york series 20 different ways trying to find something of significance that gives us any indication of what is sort of controlling the movement between these two teams. And the only thing that I could really find that makes any sense is the three point shooting we've got. And, and it's been pretty bad for, for both teams. We'll just say that um, there has been only one game in which either team shot 40% from three. Uh, and it was the game that the Knicks won. The only game that they won, they shot exactly 40%. They made 16 threes. Every other game, Miami has outshot the Knicks from three-point territory uh, in, from percentage-wise, and the Knicks have failed to total double-digit three points made in all three of those losses. So I think, you know, particularly given sort of the shift in the NBA towards the three-point shot, and if you look at the other teams across the board there, we have to think about, okay, if the Knicks want to have any chance, they've got to start making double-digit numbers from three-point land. Otherwise, it's a wrap. It, it feels reductive to just say, whichever team shoots more and makes more threes wins. <laughs> However, it seems to be true like 75 85% of the time. It's, it's, like, the, it, it's the equivalent to the turnover battle in the NFL. Right. That's, that's a great one, yeah. Unless yeah. you're the Warriors playing the Lakers, and then... 
that unless you're a team that has throw. been aggressively set up to shoot threes as their basic offense yes yeah, yeah. then then the free throw disparity gets you right that's uh, what that's but, it has to be and for the lakers to win they kind of have to play that way because lebron is just playing so smart right now it's it's like bizarre i mean it's like genius level like parsing of the effort just however much i need to use i'm not going to shoot this quarter <laughs> it's it's a master class in like i'm not 100 i i think his foot's bothering well, lebron can always gonna... he can always fall back on known commodity widely respected nba superstar mr clutch lonnie walker to just come in and get it done uh, you know banging I, tough fadeaways I, corner I admit, threes i i had to google lonnie walker i was like lonnie <laughs> yeah. walker who, uh, this, this dude is amazing. Former San Antonio Spurred Lonnie Walker. That's what right. I found Just out. Can't yeah. miss in crunch time. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, I think. Only 24 years old. <laughs> so were the Lakers in his geniuses, or were they just lucky in their, let's call it load management to be nice uh, this year, or their, their injury? I mean, Anthony Davis, they were very kid gloves lebron they were very kid gloves they they barely squeaked into the playoffs they're kind of healthy at the right time uh, it, it feels like uh, they put all their eggs into one basket and it's kind of working out yeah right now all those eggs are still in one shape they haven't basket. broke yeah this basket is well padded right now although guys like- guys i just want to let you know lebron is questionable for this game that's coming up <laughs> questionable it I could see it being like a very chill Lakers game. You know, like, ah, oh, okay, let's just keep our cardio up. And uh, we know, you right, know, right. We know let, let LeBron and AD each get 24 minutes, you know, just casually roll them on and off the bench. And if the Warriors can get up by 10, I, I think, I think the Lakers will be like game six. Let's do this. Ah, God, I hope so. Like I said, the Warriors have been up by 10 in every single game. The, the so. longer they let it stay close, the Warriors, they're just playing with, you know, they're kind of playing with their food a little bit, playing with fire. You know, there is not, that's not good. They do that. All right. We got one more series to go for Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns. Ezra, we're not sure what happened, but he said he was not interested in this series. It's been <laughs> pretty good. It's been pretty good. However, they're just totally relying on Devin Booker shooting 75, 80%. That's not gonna be sustainable for four wins in seven games. So, uh, but you know, what are you thinking about this Nuggets Suns? In the Denver wins, KD and Booker are averaging a combined fifty-six points. In the Phoenix wins, KD and Booker are averaging a combined seventy-nine points. Um, Impressive. I just don't think it's sustainable. What's really weird about this is that the I mean, combination. They could win game six. They could win game six. Yeah, I think so. But what, what's really weird is the combination on the other side has kind of worked the opposite way, right? Jokic and Murray, their best two games in terms of their combined uh, production were games three and four, the two games in the series that they lost. So there is something weird going on about the supporting cast versus the you know, the stars in both of these games or teams. I was looking at uh, uh, shot charts uh, for this season and uh, Kevin Durant's is just the most beautiful thing you ever saw. Like mm. guys, like, he's, he's incredible. He shoots from everywhere. Uh, at the entire arc, the, in, in mid game, 
paint, everything. Uh, but when you look at uh, uh, the Jokers, it's right in front of the basket, right? So either the top of the arc or mid-range, sort of kind of right in the center, but maybe a little bit of a out to little flare, but definitely not out to the sides. And then everything else is around the basket. I, I feel like there's enough history there to, you know, run the guy off of his, his spots. Right. Um, he's huge, and it's hard to get these big boys off their spots. But I don't know. It's it's uh when you when you look at uh, limited uh, spray charts like that, that it just maybe that says something about why they haven't been so successful in the playoffs. The Suns. Uh, no, the uh, the Denver. The, the, oh, Denver Nuggets. oh yeah, yeah, to this point. Yeah, Joker's spray yeah. chart is very limited. You know, he he shoots. If you could take it ahead. away, if you oh, could yeah. take it away, yeah, you, then. You know, I mean, the matchup, yeah, I think it, you know, in, in Jokic Embiid in the finals would be just, okay, who's the real MVP? <laughs> I don't know. That That's kind of a fun one to root for at, at this point. I, I, I agree. You know, I, I think it is fun. Um, I, I have a problem with giving Jokic two MVPs back to back. I don't think he was the MVP either year. Um, this is the Steve Nash. It's the Steve Nash thing. It's yeah. stupid. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's hey look a white guy it's dumb you know i hate it so it was Embiid's turn it was yeah for sure i think Embiid should have got it last year but uh that would be that'll that would be a fun finals matchup though for sure it it would be but like the sun still have a chance here so durant you know beautiful shot chart it's just weird watching durant bounce around these last couple years and it's just culminating a little bit because he's just got to the Suns and then he didn't even get to play in regular seasons. I just feel foreign. I feel estranged watching Durant. I've followed his whole career. I really like his playing style. I think he fits in everywhere. He's a beautiful, graceful game and he's a good player, all the stuff, you know, but it's like, it just feels uh, very hired gun. And I know that's not really the case, but when you just got there, you're kind of just there for the playoffs. It feels like when you're playing a, a softball tournament or a kickball tournament. And there's like some guy that's from out of state. And you're like, that guy's not on your softball team. Is that guy minor league baseball player? He has the day off today. Like what's going on here? Yeah. That, that's Jason Worth showing up to an adult ball baseball game with his cousins playing in <laughs> and I, hitting bombs all day. You know, I read this article. Tournament. we had the LSU cornerbacks playing in the outfield, the team we were playing against in the kickball tournament. It was like, and they're like, you guys know who those guys are? I was like, no, they're like, that's the LSU cornerbacks. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, that must be why cool. they're, they have, they're running with two outfielders covering the whole thing. Uh, yeah. That's kind of how it feels with Durant right now. It's, People it's are bringing little... in former college punters to kick, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. There's not enough sweat equity, I think, for it to work. I kind of do believe you kind of need that emotional involvement a little bit. However, Booker's cementing himself is amazing. Like, I have a lot of respect. Absolute for top tier player. It, it's certainly player. not a mirage, you know, these last couple playoff runs, uh, getting in the finals, you know, against Milwaukee. Uh, just time to give Devin Booker like, hey, no, this guy is very legit. He's for real. No messing around. You know. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Devin but Booker me, versus John Morant was a, a pretty big debate. You know, going into mm-hmm. the year. And, yeah, uh, I think that debate's pretty settled now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, even just on the court, you know, and then you yeah. add the other stuff in. Yeah, his game is just more versatile. Uh, you know, John Morant's not going to shoot those percentages from the various places that Booker can can get buckets when he absolutely has to, right? You know, Morant's game is more just head down, 
crazy jump, fly around, you know, move your arms in various places to get a layup. Whereas Booker <laughs> is like, I'm going to get you on this 15 up. footer if I need it, you know. I actually, you know, I, I don't particularly like the Suns. Uh, it might just be because of a longstanding Warriors fandom, but it, it is also just because and this is perhaps an unpopular opinion. I can't stand Chris Paul. Uh, and, and so I really want him to lose. I want him to end his career like many great point cards before him having zero rings. Little John Stockton uh, and, action. Little... Yeah, exactly. That would be that would be great for me. Uh, couldn't stand him as a member of the Clippers for a long time, as a member of OKC, and, and again, they were constantly sort of battling the Warriors during that time. And so there's sort of that rivalry animosity. I think he's kind of a dirty player in the same way that I think Stockton was kind of a dirty player. Uh, you they know, they, they kind of an interesting comparison. Yeah, <laughs> he sets dirty picks. He complains all the time. He's grabbing dudes' jerseys left. Really and smart right. player. I mean, oh yeah, I know he's yeah, had problems I mean, at the end of playoff games, but he's obviously a really smart player. Like he's like counting down, like okay, there's a minute and a half left on the clock. That means we'll probably have five possessions left total. Let me do a quick shot here, and then we'll be more likely to get a two for one later. You know, he's kind of making those calculations. Having said that, he, uh, do, uh, Ezra Curtis, like, do you guys like Chris Paul? No, I mean, I think, I, good I, in the think commercials. I, go, I think I go on record back last year saying I really in our in our text chain, I was like, I don't think he's a top 10 point guard, but that's just <laughs> I, me in the league this year. You know, he's, uh, I was he's, saying ever. I, yeah, was saying I, ever. I know <laughs> he's on he's, his own team. He's incredible, but it's he, he's just a he's an irritant. He's been an irritant his whole uh, career is, you know, half his teammates hated him and. Yeah. And everybody ever played hated him. And then they, he was kind of like, he, he got called like, you know, it's not like, bro, I really like you, but you're, you're pissing me off. You know, they were like, they really hated him. There were a lot of players in this league that passionately hate Chris Paul. Yeah. Um, and and I think there is a, a, a fraternity thing to the NBA to where they don't really do that a lot. Uh, but but Chris Paul is, is easily a, you know, top five most hated player in the past, you know, 15, 20 years. Um, speaking of hated people, uh, what did y'all think of the owner of the Suns refusing to give the ball up? Oh, Ugh. okay, yeah, I love this. Go ahead. Yeah, we hadn't talked about this. It's, I mean, it's such yeah, a, no, such a it's such a little bitch move. Like <laughs> you're you're a billionaire owner, and you know it's my ball, and throws it away like a child. It, it, it's just you know you're not allowed it, to do that. Like like he, if you, you were anybody else, you would have thrown out of the game. You felt that he yeah. was like choosing to do it. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yes. Oh, no. Okay. So I, like think, the ball. Just, so I think the ball. So I think here's what happened. All right. So the ball just bounces right to him. Kind of just, I mean, kind of universe kind of making a little joke or something. You know, it's like bounce. He's sitting. Why does he have those seats? Those aren't that great of seats for an owner. So he has these pretty good, but not amazing seats in the uh, corner. Cuban always this. sat weird like that too. Yeah. Cuban yes. sits like right behind the bench though, right? Yeah, I'd rather like, sit right to be behind the bench. Basically with the team. But forever he's yeah, but it wait kind of up in the corner and a yeah. little over, you know. Maybe they don't not... want to be like, hey, I've got the best seat, screw you fans. But all right. So he's in this like pretty good but not elite seat for an they want to sell those seats. You know, that's right. a moneymaker. <laughs> that makes sense. So he gets the ball. He's a basketball player, you know, sir he's a college basketball player. His player who is remember he's like 
paying him, you know, paying his salary. So he probably cares about him. Falls to the ground. He's looking that direction. It's like Okogi, though, right? So not Jokic aggressively and unnecessarily tries to yank the ball out of his not like he's like, excuse me, sir, could I have the ball? He's like, hey, he just yanks the ball. So the guy's not even looking. Someone yanks the ball to your hand. You're like, what are you doing? You know, and then it just kind of goes everywhere. And then I don't even think it was like that big of a flop. I mean, maybe the arms flailing a little bit, but if you are sitting on one, if you're standing on those seats, the chairs are like at your knees. And if someone pushes you over even a little, you do fall backwards. And I don't know. So I, I like, maybe this is minority opinion here, but I thought it was Jokic unnecessarily kind of like yanking the ball. That was, that was kind of the catalyst. I I feel Mm -hmm. like he probably ball like a ball. Give me the, you know, like even yeah. just walk up. Give me that. I, okay, just, so maybe he was saying something. Okay. Okay, I'll say this: there is right. no way in hell Jokic knew who he was. No, no not way. a chance. Not no a chance. chance. I didn't. Yeah, he the thinks it's a random did. fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't yeah. walk up to a random fan when in the NBA, like rule number one through five is don't talk to the fans, don't touch the fans, don't throw things at the fans. Like that, that is the, the, the that's the thing you can't do, right? So Jokic didn't just walk up to a random fan with great seats and be like aggressively try to yank the ball away. I, I think there was something said or he asked for it. Hey man, hey, hey ball, ball, you know, walking up to him and just went on camera. I, I watched this video several times and what happens also after the ball kind of goes flying further into the stands when there is sort of the grapple that takes place is that the guys right behind the owner sort of surge in and what, ha- what the result is, is that he gets his body pressed up against Jokic and yeah. so Jokic, uh, not knowing who this guy is, that's why he gave him the little forearm action. He did give him like, forearm. get off of me. dude. <laughs> he definitely um, was because, like, Oops. because he, my way. he pressed up on him. So yeah. and in interviews afterwards, Jokic was like, yeah, the fan touched me first. Uh-huh. And we are taught, you know, that they're not supposed to do that. And I defended myself and the NBA is supposed to protect me in those instances when that happens, uh, regardless of whether the fan is random dude off the street or a billionaire owner. So Ishbier was sort of acting like he was one of the coaches, right? So if you're on the coaching bench and a player falls into you, you can kind of be like, Hey, good, you know, all right. You know, I don't know. You, you know, you could, you know, the coaches can kind of like make contact with the players, you know, in that sense, they could right, right, tap them on the shoulder or whatever. So Ishby was kind of like, had this like part of the team mindset. However, <laughs> Little, uh, little adjustment probably needs to be made on that sense. I'm very intrigued by the thing that maybe Jokic was yelling ball, ball, ball. Cause I'm just look, watching it like the nonverbals and he does just kind of like just straight away yank it out of his hand. Yeah. I mean, he, he's like, give me, the, I'm ball, very glad. Give me I mean, the ball. Obviously thankfully did not get suspended. That would have been ludicrous. Let's stop trying yeah. to suspend players. I want to see the players play please. Unless it's just totally ludicrous. Oh, yeah. I mean, and even Ishbia came out and said there should not be a suspension, suspension. for yeah. this, you know. <laughs> well, but he was still was fined 25K. Can you, can you imagine if Ishbia is like, I demand a suspension? I demand. <laughs> Kick this <laughs> man out of the league. He comes out in a Permanent neck brace. Most unpopular. Yes. <laughs> neck brace. <laughs> he's suing. He's, he's got he better is. call Saul next to him. He's, he's uh, to be the most unpopular owner just the history. most instantly the most hated owner in yeah w- which is weird because he replaced perhaps the most, the most hated owner in the NBA. <laughs> awesome. yeah the most vile owner all right let's get to crystal ball crystal. 
take a look. Prediction time. All right, let's go Sixers Celtics. How many games in this series? Right now, Celtics two, Sixers three. I think this one goes seven. This I'm seven. Seven game series written all over it. Too much talent. Seven yeah. games. I'm going for you, Joe. Sixers and six. Let's I'm go. Sixers and six. End I think it. that's their chance. Yeah, Sixers and six. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if this thing does go seven, it probably goes to Boston, you know, but um, it would be right. I mean, that they would instantly become favorites. Yeah, I will it would be this, a man. barn was... burner. Like that could that would have all the all the makings of an absolute barn burner game seven, though. If you look and... at the stats, the the Celtics have like about a thirty five percent chance for you know when teams. Yeah. So they have a 50-50 chance of winning game uh, six. I think. Yeah. It is. So I do have like... an uneasy feeling about the Celtics because of last year's finals when all three of us were sitting here going, so uh, it's just over, right? We, we shouldn't yeah. even play. Shouldn't I mean, there's nothing games. they can do to stop the Celtics here. The Celtics are uh, clearly having the bag. I don't even know why we're bothering with the rest of these games. The Celtics are clearly better, and then they lost. So, yeah. But... The overreaction is just so impulsive in the NBA playoffs. because And <laughs> baseball gets like this, too, but they play every day. Basketball, you have like two days to kind of like dwell. Oh, I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm watching the Stars right now, and it's like – uh, yesterday, I was like, team. "Season's over," and then they win, and you're just like, "Oh, it's it's you know, I guess we, we got it." You know, it's we're it's, totally back. Yeah, it's playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> momentum <laughs> is the thing, but not in the way that people think it is. All right, so you guys are going seven. Eric and I are going six. Nuggets, Suns. How many games? And who wins? this, I suppose. But man, I don't know if they can get past. Right now, they're going back to Phoenix for Game Six. That's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I this this could be another game seven game. Like I just I I think Denver in seven. That's I got Suns in seven. Suns in seven. Yeah. I think Denver's gonna win this series. And again, I'm gonna go bold and just say the team that's up three has three wins right now closes it out. Denver in six. Well, I kind of like that. I kind of want to go with you on that. Oh man, I like that a lot. I could totally <laughs> see that. I'm gonna go Denver in seven. That was my instinct. Uh, I do think Durant, we haven't seen like a 45 point Durant game yet. Have we like, he's been, yeah. close to that, but we haven't, we've seen two amazing Devin Booker games with good Durant games. I think we can get one, you know, just killer Durant game. So yeah, I'll go, if, I'll if go he's still, if he's still got it, the slim, the slim Reaper comes out and, and this thing goes seven. So, Oh, he's still got it. Don't you worry. Big time. <laughs> oh yeah. Big time. Heat Knicks, heat Knicks right now. Heater up three, one. It's going back to New York for game five. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll continue my prediction. Team that has three wins wins the next game, ends the series. Heat right, and so, five. Yeah, heat and five. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of feeling heat and five too. But I, I mean, you would think that the home team could win game five. I mean, this is the same position the Warriors are in, right? So, uh, yeah. I, I, I like heat and five. I, I, like I said, if your best player is Jalen Bronson, get, get the fuck out, man. Like, sorry. That's. Second yeah. round is, is it's pretty good, but yeah. obviously that's they need, not enough. They need another piece. They need another piece. They don't have they don't have the answers right now. And Knicks have won zero games with Jimmy Butler on the floor. So yeah. All right. So I need an official prediction. I'm going Heat in five. Eric's going five. Heat in five. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we sweep. Curtis, Curtis five. Passed. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Last game: Warriors Lakers. How many games in the series, and who wins? Right now, Lakers three. Warriors won. It's going to Golden State in two hours 
from this minute that we're talking right now. This hurts me to say, but it's going to be Lakers and six. Lakers and six. Yeah. Yep. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Consent. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> I, I I do think Warriors get tonight, and I don't think it's close. I think it's like ten or fifteen points, unless they just let the Lakers hang out and LeBron and AD go. Hey, wait, maybe. It's yeah, well, maybe we don't have to go home. Let's maybe, take a break. Yeah, maybe we just end it right here. But oh, I, yeah, I, I think there's I, a 50% chance that the Lakers close this game tonight. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, uh, yeah, I'm going Warriors tonight, but I, you got to put pool back in there. You, you got to just let him play. You can't play him 10 minutes. That's embarrassing. It's a national talking point. You can't do that. I mean, I understand it's the playoffs, you got to win, but you got to get him back in there, try and get him involved early. Dance with the girl you brought, man. Like, yeah, don't change it up now. Do your thing. Get out there. You know, be 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 the Golden State Warriors. The it's a little champions. strange that Kaminga can't get out there, but I guess maybe defensively, it's just it's just not there assignment wise or something. But I, yeah. I think this I do think Lakers in six. So that would be the position. Lakers Lakers are currently getting five points. If you want to maybe throw a couple. I, I got like Warriors by like. 14 tonight. I don't think I don't think it's going to be something. I don't think Double it's going to digits. be that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that out of the water, but you know, I, I can could see the Warriors I, I I like where you're going, Joe. Uh, I I got that feeling too. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't think the Lakers would win game 1. So And since these games start so late, this is going to be great. It's going to make fourth quarter be a blowout. Like, cool. I'm going to bed, get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you recharged, you're ready to go for Sixers Celtics uh tomorrow in in LA. Right now we have the Sixers consensus. Essentially, this is this is totally troublesome. We got Sixers winning, Nuggets winning, Heat winning, mm. and Lakers winning. Yep, yep. What could go wrong? <laughs> That's our show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being you. And until we speak again, stay jinxed. Tune in next time where we'll visit with Bob Huggins, PR team. One million dollars lighter. What a crazy question. <laughs> That is, yeah, that one's so... Fire him! Fire him! <laughs> what are you doing? We could fire you or take a million or... dollars. Right. Hear me Do out. Do some sensitivity training. <laughs>